Hello everyone, and I would like to welcome you to another edition of this program. Uh, today, I feel led to talk to you about uh, the tongue. Now, uh, God has a lot to say about the tongue in both the Old and New Testaments. And it, uh, he has things to say that are good and things to say that are bad. And uh, we will look at these passages uh, and where I'm not going to cover all of them because frankly there's just uh, uh, there's quite a few of them but uh, here are some of them and uh, if you have your Bible turn to first Peter chapter 10 uh, chapter 3 verse 10 uh, for whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech now what uh, what Peter uh, tells us here is that the person who loves life and wants to get it to be uh, and wants it to be a good one has to watch what they say and be sure that they speak no lies. Think about it. If you cannot have uh, you cannot have a good life if you are allowing your mouth to engage in evil. So. It, it might feel good for a little bit, but in the end, you'll profit nothing. And uh, we will go next to Ephesians 4.29. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Now, here is something we can all really apply, especially when, you know, uh, when we are at work. And this is... Uh, something that I personally find to be very, very true. Uh, you know, because when we're at work, you know, especially if we're, you know, in our break room or, you know, haven't taken lunch or whatever, we have, there's all kind of people who we work with. And uh, I've noticed this, that uh, people have a tendency to single out people who are for whatever reason different than what they are and uh, there are people who have done nothing to anyone they haven't hurt anyone but they are singled out uh, and targeted because they're different or whatever they do things that people think are stupid or whatever and um Honestly, yeah, this is a type of speech that is, uh, it's, it's something that really annoys me, and I know it annoys God because it's absolutely unnecessary. Point blank, it is absolutely unnecessary. You know, it's, you know, you're tearing somebody down instead of building them up. They don't even know the person. So, it makes you ask the question, why are they picking these people out to tear them down they're just not necessary and also remember if you say that you are a Christian there are there are people listening who are not believers they know what you say you are and they judge you by what you say if you say you are a Christian then let your words reflect that I also like Proverbs fifteen twenty eight. Now, the heart of the it says the heart of the righteous weighs its answers, 
but the mouth of the wicked gushes evil. You know, we, uh, a lot of times in life, we're faced with situations to where we, uh, we are better off thinking about what we're going to say. And uh, it's just like, uh, to me, it's kind of like when the Bible tells us we are to meditate on God's word. And, you know, we are to meditate on what we are to say because we need to be sure that what we are going to say is the right thing and that it's going to help the situation instead of making it worse. A person who doesn't care about what they say is going to uh, get themselves into a situation to where they cause trouble. It's folly, in other words. Uh, you know, that's... It's just evil, you know. The war, the words that come out of their mouth, in whatever that circumstance might be, is evil, and that is very unfortunate because sometimes, you know, we get into a situation to where, hey, we've hurt people. You hurt people's feelings, you know, when things that shouldn't happen happen. You know, bad things that shouldn't happen happen because someone does not control their mouth. You know, then we go to uh, Proverbs 15, 1 through 2. This is something that always sticks in my mind more than any other thing when it comes to the Bible talking about, you know, temperament and, you know, your mouth. Uh, a fierce word stirs up wrath, but a gentle word turns it away. A person who controls their mouth will answer with wisdom, while a person who does not control what they say will say something stupid. That kind of echoes what I just said, you know, but again, it's very true. Uh, how many times has someone come up to you in anger? You know, your natural response is to respond in kind, but God wants us to turn that away with a gentle response. You give a gentle response, and there is the chance that the argument, you know, it may be even, it may be even a friendship, can be resolved. You know, how many times have uh, we seen situations to where friends have gotten into an argument because somebody said something stupid, somebody said something in anger, and Uh, the other person responded in kind, you know, things escalate, you know, people get into arguments and people stop talking to each other. This, you know, and it's not, you know, hey, it's could be, it can be family, you know, your, your spouse, anything. People do not control their mouths. They don't control what they say. They don't control how they say it. And people's feelings get hurt and it's worse than if uh, I take a marital situation for example you know verbal abuse is you know it's uh, it can be worse than you know somebody putting their hands on somebody because the mental and emotional wounds might never fully heal and somebody who you know has refused has 
failed to think about what they say. They just go ahead and say it because they're angry. And then the other person is probably going, you know, they're probably going to respond in kind and it just blows up. And the next thing you know, hey, it might even get to where, hey, you know, you get a divorce or whatever. You know, fathers and son, you know, parents and kids wind up not talking to each other because of something stupid, some stupid disagreement. And that is what the devil wants. He puts the, sometimes I, I do believe that the devil puts these thoughts into people's minds and we fail to catch it and we act on that and he uses it as a tool to cause dissension. And in the end, you know, it hurts the uh, it hurts the cause of Christ because people on the um, in the unbelieving world see how you know we have fighting and things like that, and it's no different from what they do. So they're like, well, hey, why should I uh, accept Christ? You know, because these people here they say they're Christians, and yet they're acting just like I do. You know, and it's again, that's not a good thing. Uh, you know, Jesus, you know, but we can look at this and we can see that this is one thing that, Je that you know, Jesus died for this sin. Things that we say, you know, we say bad things, you know, say horrible things to somebody. Hey, hey, Jesus died for that sin too, you know. Jesus Christ, we must remember this, is the only person who has who ever managed to perfectly control his mouth. With his mouth, he breathed words of life to people. His word is life. God's words are life. And if you want to think about it, in the end, they're also death to the unbeliever so here we see the ultimate power of the mouth the ultimate mouth in this universe is Jesus Christ the you know God God's word the words out of God's own mouth are what rule this universe they give life to those who want to follow Christ and they uh result in death to the people who don't want to follow him think about it that is power there is power in the tongue power in the tongue of Christ he is the only one who has ever managed who ever managed to uh, perfectly control what came out of his mouth so don't feel totally despaired at you know if you have failed to uh, control your mouth you know if you said something that upset somebody just say God please forgive me you know and just pray that that person will forgive you for what you did and if even not then you have to rest in the knowledge that your sin is forgiven because you are a child of God you accepted Jesus Christ 
and I will I will close and on that note I will close this uh, segment of our Bible study and uh, I will say that if you are not a Christian not a child of God you know you, you know all you have to do I've said it before and I'll always say this if you feel that uh, Jesus Christ is knocking on your door right now remember what the remember what the Bible says about salvation today is the day of salvation don't put it off today is the day because you never know you, you don't know if you'll have another chance to accept Christ okay you know he died for you he died for the sins all of your sins even the ones that you committed with your mouth he has said himself that there is no other name by under by which a person must be saved say god i plead you know god i want jesus christ to come into my life um and i want to be covered in his blood i believe he died for my sins and rose from the dead i believe that he is that he was god in the flesh And I want to follow him and accept him into my life. It's very, very simple. And I can promise you this. If you accept Jesus Christ into your life, the words which he spoke when he was on this earth 2000, around 2,000 years ago, those words will bring life into your soul. The Holy Spirit will come and live inside you you are then at that point and forevermore a child of God, okay? You accept that and all is well with you and the Lord. And um, I, and I hope that this has been a blessing to you. And I hope that um, my pro I hope that this program will continue to be a blessing to people around the world. And. Uh, I hope you have a nice and blessed, wonderful day or night, whatever the case may be, and uh, I'll see you all again next time.